Grand Forks. Welcome to AKA Kabbalah's Weird Cinema Live from Grand Forks Best Source. And today we are going to be doing the movie The Texas Chainsaw Massacre. And it came out in 1974, so we're not talking about the remake. Uh, but first, we need to have a shout out to our friends at River Cinema 15 in the Shire Bar and Grill. Make the River Cinema 15 and the Shire Bar and Grill your next dinner in a movie destination. In the River Mall in East Grand Forks, either dine inside the movie memorabilia restaurant, the Shire, or take your movie to the meal you're attending. Some of this week's featured attractions are Trolls Band Together, Thanksgiving, and Killers of the Flower Moon. Find the complete showtimes and listings online at rivercinema15.com. Don't forget about the Tuesday special of $5 movies all day long and $5.50 senior matinee special on Wednesdays and Thursdays. The River Cinema has luxury recliners and expanding concessions that now serve adult beverages and is family owned and operated by the same company that runs the Grand Theater in Crookston. For their showtimes, look online at morefamilytheaters.com. So, how was everyone's uh, big turkey day? How was did, your did you feast well, Icky? Uh, I did feast well. How about Wizard? No, you left me in the stupid box. You know, you could have at least brought me a piece of turkey. Wizard, you can't eat. You don't have a stomach. <laughs> He's remained in the igloo. Yes, yes. I see he hasn't been tramp stamped again, though. But tonight we're going to talk about one of my favorite movies of all time, The Texas Chainsaw Massacre. And you're just wondering what happened to Stephen King November. Well, I ran out of movies to watch. <laughs> well, Icky, it's a good thing that today is December 1st. We're no longer in Stephen King November. Okay. All right. Well, basically, the uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, based after a real thing... Uh, there was a, a serial killer in Wisconsin named Ed Gain who would uh, wear people's skin and dig up corpses. So it's basically based on a real thing. Another movie that's based on the Ed Gain lore is uh, Psycho. So we'll probably talk about that in the future, Psycho. Hitchcock was great. But basically... Uh, the movie's about a, a bunch of friends. Uh, there have been a, a, a mass uh, grave robberies in, in Texas in this small town. And basically, they're going to check to see if their grandparents or parents' uh, graves were defiled. The movie opens up kind of weird. It's uh, like weird music and a bunch of flashing of like uh, photos. Of, of a camera and it's, it's just weird but this will come into, into context later um, basically they pick up a hitchhiker and the hitchhiker is nuts the hitchhiker is played by Edwin Neal I think he did a great job in this film uh, he, they pick him up and they, they're, they're driving past a slaughterhouse when they pick him up and basically, he's like talking about the slaughterhouse and that the gun, the air gun, puts people out of business, out of jobs because they like hitting the hitting the 
animals in the head with sledgehammers instead. I think it's gotten a lot more, uh, a lot more humane over the years since they quit using the sledgehammers to hit him in the head. But uh, he's talking. He talks about head cheese for a little bit when they're when they're in the uh, in in the van, and it's kind of funny because the original title of the Texas Chainsaw Massacre was Head Cheese. And if anyone doesn't know what head cheese is, it's basically they boil the skull of the animal and they take off all the uh, all the uh, like the tissue and the eyes and the the brains and things like that, and they put it in a gelatin, and then they freeze it, and it basically makes like this loaf of meat. I tried was, it; it's horrible. I thought it was just a awesome old school WWF tag team with Steve Blackman and Al Snow <laughs> from way back in the day. That's funny. That, that that would go good on the other show. Head cheese. <laughs> um, so you got five friends: Sally, Franklin, Pam. Jerry and Kirk, uh, if I remember right, Pam was, she, she keeps talking about like mercury and retrograde and things like that. She's reading a book on astrology that says, you know, things are going to go wrong today. And they were, they didn't realize how right she was. Uh, the hitchhiker actually cuts open his hand. What do you got to say about that wizard? It's nuts. He cuts open his hand, and they kick him out of the van because he's, like, freaking out. And anyways, he, like, he like uh, puts his hand against the van and bleeds all over it. And they go, there's one part when they, when they stop the car, and he goes, it's the mark of Zorro. He's going to get you, Franklin. <laughs> so, um, another really great... Great uh, actor in this movie is Gunnar Hansen. He played Leatherface. We're going to get to Leatherface here in a second. Uh, they they go to an old house that their parents used to own. And then the two, two of them, I, uh, I think it was uh, uh, Kirk, and Sa- or Kirk and Pam, go to, are trying to find a, um, a swimming hole behind the place. But they accidentally run into this old decrepit house that's, full of, like, skeletal parts and things like that, and they're freaking out, and Leatherface comes out and hits hits them both with, or hits one of them with a sledgehammer in the head and kills them, and then he takes uh, the other lady and puts her on a meat hook. What do you got to say about that, wizard? I know you got to say something about that. You know, there was a match in Combat Zone Wrestling where the, the loser had to be hung by a meat hook. Really, wizard? Is this true? Yes, it it is true. I I actually read I read about it. Uh, um, I think it was either John Zandig or uh, Hyde. Uh, I forget the guy's first name. Hyde, who lost a match and was hung by a meat hook. That would that would definitely hurt. But yeah, and then all 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 hell just breaks loose in this movie after after this. The movie's a little slow to start off with. But, you know, eventually they, they all get picked off by the Sawyers. Uh, Franklin, he's a guy in a wheelchair, if you watch the movie. Um, he uh, gets eviscerated by Leatherface. And the reason they call him Leatherface is, is just pretty simple. The people he kills, 
he cuts off their face and makes masks out of it, which is kind of weird. These sound like some pretty grotesque uh, uh, killing scenes in here. It, yeah. Not really. It's pretty. It's pretty. Pretty. Uh, pretty tame. I was gonna say by today's standards, but by for the, today's standards, but for the got, time, I was kind of looking at. I was looking at some background info for this. Wasn't this movie like banned in a lot of markets when it first came out in the seventies? It was. It was like a. The, I think the term came about in the eighties, but I'm going to use it for this this film. The video nasties. I saw that was a, what a, a term used in Britain, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, uh, what was I going to say about Texas Chainsaw? Well, anyways, um, you know, just, just, just to get back at this, this is rated X in certain countries. And, th- you know, compared to today's standards, it's pretty tame when you got movies like Saw and Hostel and stuff like that, pushing, pushing the boundaries. Um, but here's a little tidbit of information the first movie to ever be rated X in the United States was not a pornography. It was a it was a movie. It was, it was a uh, kung fu film called Street Fighter. No relation to the hit video game series, no, right? No. Do you? It's, it's like you know. Uh, I, there's two movies called Deep Throat, and I didn't realize the movie Deep Throat I was reading about was a porno. <laughs> Wrong trip to the video store. <laughs> Did uh? Do you wish for the X rating to come back? Do you, it kind of has the? It's been replaced by like the late '80s, early '90s with the NC-17 rating. Yeah, yeah. The you know, now nowadays the only only X-rated movies are pornographies. But you know, I, I like how they like uh, fried berry. Well, fried berry, I guess, was made in in um, England. So now, Icky, you kind of brought up Leatherface. You wanted to. Focus on for uh, earlier, if I remember right. Yeah, Leatherface. I, uh, you know, he's a, he. Gunnar Hansen did a really good job as Leatherface. I think this is the only movie that Gunnar Hansen played him in, because there have been like five or six Texas Chainsaw, or like four or five original Texas Chainsaw Massacres, and like five or three or four uh, new ones. Because there was the one with Arlie Ermy too. You know the Lottie da. I looked up the other Texas Chainsaw Massacre movies, and it seems like they do one every... There's actually a part two that came out in 86. Did you see the follow-up? Yeah, it had Bill Mosley in it. Would you say that is, is as must-see as the original? It is, it is. Uh, they replaced the, uh, the, the Hitchhiker with uh, Bill Mosley, and I've done Bill Mosley before because Bill Mosley played Otis Driftwood... In the uh, Rob Zombie trilogy, the Firefly trilogy. Now, I was kind of looking up some other background details. Maybe you could vouch for this, too, that Leatherface kind of raised the bar for a lot of movie villains because it sounded like he he was, what would you say, from what I looked up, it sounded like he was a first of his kind of villain. Yeah, exactly. This takes place in 1974, and I don't believe uh, Friday the 13th came out until like 1977. So this is probably the first slasher slasher villain it's probably the oldest slasher villain what would you say that i mean other than you know his face that you described too what else makes leatherface stand out as a villain well just the way he rocks back and forth there's a scene in the film where he uh he like kills the girl and then he goes into a room and just starts rocking um and late later later uh later iterations that were not gunner hansen there were you know, he'd wear more faces and things like that. The faces actually that he wore go on go for hundreds of like t- 
$10,000, if I remember right. It's been a while since I've seen this, but didn't Leatherface in here, wasn't he like kind of like the first of his kind of uh, villains that would kind of be like a more monstrous, taller, larger than light, but would kind of have exactly. a slow, they, lumbering they, walk to kind of increase attention? They kind, they kind of hit on that paradigm uh, with, because uh, Jason was big, Michael was big, Freddy wasn't big, Chucky definitely wasn't big. But, you know, and it's it's kind of like the mentally ill um, horror movie villain, too. I'm not trying to be politically incorrect to say that, but, you know, you, you got Michael Myers, who was insane. You got Jason, who was insane because he, wa- he watched his mother be murdered. You got Leatherface. Uh, there's a good origin to Leatherface in the... Uh, in the remake, where they talk about him being a child that was born with a, a skin defect, and that's why he wears the mask. If I'm looking at my MDB history here, right, it's Texas Chainsaw Massacre in 2022? I believe so. Yep. Um, no, that, that sounds too new. I, I, okay. saw, I saw it before that. Um, I think I think it was like maybe 2013, 14. Let's see, there's. Do you want me to just run through the other Texas Chainsaw Massacre movies I have here? Sure. Well, there's part two that came out in '86. That had Bill Mosley. Leatherface, uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre three in 1990. Can I say something about that one? Mm-hmm. There, there's a picture of Leatherface on the cover of the movie with um with uh a dress on and it says if looks could kill he wouldn't need a chainsaw <laughs> that was from that one yeah it's kind of funny they had this commercial uh that they when they were advertising leatherface the movie leatherface uh texas chainsaw massacre 3 they had a, a, a where like this saw was rising out of the water and then it flies and leatherface catches it and it just says texas chainsaw massacre 3 and that's the end of the commercial Wow. And then after that, I see there's uh, Ch- Texas Chainsaw Massacre, The Next Generation in 95. Yeah, I think that's the one with Renee Zellweger. All-American Massacre in 2000. Then um, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre in 2003. That's the Arlie Ermey one. And Texas Chainsaw Massacre, The Beginning in 2006. That's a prequel, I believe. Then there is Texas Chainsaw 3D in 2013. Never seen that. Leatherface in 2017. I saw that. That's a good movie, but it's very slow. It's just all about Leatherface? Yeah. Is it like, like his origin? A, a kid who goes into an asylum. And and then lastly, the, the just Texas Chainsaw Massacre in 2022. I've never seen the 2022 version. So from all those movies I just ran down, which if people saw the original here, the 1974 original, which one would be the next one to see off all Number those two, movies? Definitely. Part Number two? two. Just because it has Bill Mosley, um, I believe it was either two or three or four. I can't remember which one it was that had Joe Bob Briggs in it. But they they cut Joe Bob's scene out of the out of the movie when they put it on. But when they when they released it on DVD, they they put the Joe Bob scene back in. And you know how I'm a sucker for Joe Bob. And I guess for what it's worth, too, uh, the original director Toby Hooper uh, yeah, also Toby dro- Hooper. He, he's done a lot of stuff. He directed part two also, as well as uh, Poltergeist. Yes. And then he, he did one called The Mangler. I, he did something with the movie The Mangler. I was talking about The Mangler last week when we were talking about Stephen King adaptations. 
Any other big uh, noteworthy takeaways of what stood out for you for uh, the the uh, original Texas Chainsaw Massacre? Because this is kind of considered like a landmark horror film, right? Yes. There's uh, a scene I really like in here where one of the uh, where Sa- I th- I get Pam and Sally mixed up, but um, she's she she she's running away from Leatherface and she ends up at this gas station, which is run by a Sawyer too. The, the name of the family, the last name of the family that Leatherface is part of is the Sawyers. But she, he, he, he has a barbecue pit in, in the gas station, and he's cooking human meat, <laughs> which is something I'll get to here in a second when I do my weird stats. But Yeah, I was looking up, like, a lot of lists, uh, online rankings. A lot of, um, like, horror websites consider, still consider this one of the top 10, if not their overall number one top horror movies of all time. What would you say would rank in your echelon? Would you say it rank in your top 10 horror movies of all time or slashers? It would, would, but here's the thing about it. Uh, I was watching 101 Scariest Movies in Horror Movie History, and Texas Chainsaw Massacre was number one. And I think there's a lot other other movies that were a lot scarier. But definitely a top 10 worthy, you would say? Yes. I like how Leatherface dances at the end. He he gets his, his leg cut by his own chainsaw, and then he just starts spinning around in a circle, and then the, the, the credits roll. But we're going to do weird stats now. All right. Body count, five. Death jitsu, two death by sledgehammer, one meat hook hanging chainsaw attack, one chainsaw evisceration, one hitchhiker killed by truck. Zero, zero breasts. Zero kratos cuddles. Absurd things. Two desecrated corpses in a graveyard. One American astrology book. One blown up photo. One invitation to dinner. One eating human barbecue. Lots of skeleton parts. One chicken in cage. One leather face. I can't... Rocking back and forth. One... Human meat in a smoker. And one dead man sucking on a finger. (laughs) Those are the absurd things that are in this movie. Well, research. So did you have like a running tally as you were watching watching along there? Just kind of counting the hash marks? Yes. That's what I've been doing. (laughs) Very cool. Wizard. Our... Let's talk for a second. So, um, I hope you guys, we're, we're, we're still building it, but we're going to be building an Icky Ichabod Facebook for all you fans out there. So, Wizard says join it when it comes out. We will tell you when it's ready. And then, Icky, you know, uh, I, I mean, any other final words on Texas Chainsaw Massacre? I'm just going to do the Rotten Tomatoes scores. Critics approval 89%, audience approval 82 which is really good. One of the best films we've had on here for a while. The budget was 140000 but the box office was $30.9 million. That's a major earning on this movie. It's like 100 times made their money back. Yes. So. Well... Do you have any other final thoughts about Texas Chainsaw Massacre? Uh, just watch it. Yeah. Um, 
Oh. There, there was a, there was a scene. I think it was the the either the Exorcist or the Texas Chainsaw Massacre where it goes. Just keep telling yourself it's only a movie. Well, I guess on that note, uh, I'm glad you picked such an iconic movie like this for your show today, Icky. Wizard helped me with this one. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, do you do, do you know what makes today's episode so special? What? Oh, I was doing my research under your archive here. This is your 100th episode. Really? Yeah. Woo! Heck yeah, man. That's that's pretty good, I think. Yeah, because what, your first episode was in the, what, summer of, what, 2021? Yeah, about. Killer Clowns from Outer Space, right? Yeah. And yeah, I was kind of, I was doing a running tally up uh, several weeks ago. I'm like, oh, we're coming up episode 100, right? And... Your hero, how's it feel to have 100 episodes in the book? It feels good. It feels good. And I'm glad that people watch this show, and I'm glad that people are fans. I really appreciate all the fans out there. Uh, they keep weird cinema alive. Um, and, and you got many more good things to come, right? I do. I do. Heck, yeah. We, we have a lot of changes coming up that are for the better. Heck, yeah, man. Well, I, I think you should... Uh, in just a second here, increase the volume here and put on those headphones because I think you have some special friends from the nether realm, your movie villains, that have a few words for you. I can't find the... Oh, there they are. Give me a second here. I need to... Oh, it's all good. You got to realize my wizard is on my hand. Oh, yeah. Well, the wizard the wizard should hear this too because I, uh, a few... A few of the wizard's friends were, got a hold of me uh, this past week, and they're like, "We we gotta we gotta pass some knowledge on to Icky." So, do you got volume up, Icky? Yeah. All right. Uh, it just came undone. <laughs> oh, can you? <laughs> oh gosh. All right. Can you hear me? Yep. All right. All right. Let me. Can Can you hear this? Can you hear this? Yeah. Okay. The wizard phone is ringing. Who could it be? Icky, congrats, man. 100 episodes through thick and thin over two years nonstop. You have been delivering and making sure your mantra, may the weird cinema never dies, prevails for well over two years in the Grand Cities. You've done a remarkable job picking either common movies or real deep cuts, and I have learned so much uh, being a part of your show for these last two years and change. This has been an awesome time. Dude, you've done it over 100 episodes and counting. I can't wait to see what you have in store for us for many more episodes to come. Congratulations, man. You rock. Weird, weird, weird. Hey, everybody, welcome to Grand Fork's Best Source. And again, thank you all for following us. What I want to do right now is take this time to congratulate our very own Icky Ichabod. Icky, congratulations on your 100th show, buddy, on Grand Fork's Best Source. You know, I started it, I know it all started with an idea, and it took off. Keep up the good work on Icky Ichabod's Weird Cinema and, of course, Icky Ichabod's Weird Wrestling. And congratulations, buddy, your 100th show once again. Keep up the good work. Hello, 
Um, of course, Iki Ichabod, I must tell you, it is your 100th episode, and I'm super proud and excited to have gotten to know you, to work with you, and to even be a part of your show. And I can't tell you how excited I am to just, you know, just to be on the show with you, man, and to, of course, just to talk movies with you. And I know that this 100th episode will be phenomenal as always, just like all your other shows were phenomenal. And I thank you for just being Icky of Icky Ichabod. Hi, Icky. Ren and I wanted to um, congratulate you on your 100th episode of Icky Ichabod's Weird Cinema. Um, sometimes when I'll be watching the show on my uh, TV on Friday nights, Ren will be sitting in her chair back there. And when the Wizard of Weird is on my TV, her ears just get all perked up and she just keeps on staring at it. Yeah, I had to bribe her to sit on my lap, but it's been great just to see how the show has changed through the years. Um, the different new characters and topic ideas. Um, I hope to see it continue. Congrats. <laughs> Yo, Icky. Hey, thanks for being a part of GFBS. You have been a staple here, uh, you know, and you've become a really good friend of ours. I so appreciate the fact that you uh, had the courage to come in here and even talk to me about starting your first show. Uh, it's been taking off great. Everybody loves it. And everything that you're doing here, we all appreciate. Uh, you know, just just keep on creating great content and doing what you're doing. Like I said, I mean, you're a part of GFBS, and you know, I don't know if we could do it without you. So congratulations on your 100th uh, episode there, buddy. Hello. This is, well, I'm a wizard from the future, and I have come to tell you, Icky, that you have done an incredible job. The cinema gods, as well as the wizard gods, have thanked you. And we would like to thank you here at GFBS. You have been a staple of this family for many, many decades. And I must say, 100 shows is a lot in wizard years. You are incredible, Icky. You have done a service to the wizard community and the GFPS community. We all cannot, well, we all cannot appreciate you even more because we appreciate you all the time. And we'd like to say thank you for keeping it weird just like you keep me weird. And though I'm in a, well, I'm in a beer crate or as it's called a beer pocket, well, I call it a beer bucket, but either way, I thank you and everyone here thanks you. And we love you, so keep it weird. <laughs> I must go back to the future. They are calling me back, Icky. Icky, we thank you. Congratulations. Wow. I, I don't know what to say. Dude, everyone loves you, man. You and the wizard. I don't, I don't know what to say. I, I really got to say thank you. For that, dude, the wizard—he he, he has a mind of his own. He time traveled to the future, <laughs> probably knowing him. Went to his igloo time. It was a time portal. His igloo, man. <laughs> 
Well, I guess now we got to go to our uh, executive properties ad. All right. Are you still putting off that project around the house that's been bugging you forever? Do you think you can wait until spring and call a contractor and have the work done ASAP? Well, good luck with that. Executive Properties has openings right now to get that project done. In fact, you can check out their Google reviews. Diane says Executive Properties did a roof project and remodeled a bathroom in our house. We were happy with their quality of work, and the projects were completed in a timely manner. We will use Executive Properties for our next home project. Get that project done sooner than later. Call Executive Properties, 701-330-1273. I'm a little, a little choked up about that. Oh, Aki, we all thank you and appreciate you for bringing it each and every week, man. Dude, you rock. Dude, 100 episodes. I know you got many more good ones to come. So congrats, man. I'll keep doing this for as long as I can. Heck yeah. So... Not to end things on a you know a sad note, but on a good good happy note. Uh, what what can people expect for next week? Oh yeah, we're gonna be start doing Christmas movies. That's well, I think <laughs> the first Christmas movie we are going to do is a little film by Joe Dante called Gremlins. Dude, that's a classic. It is a classic, and it's a Christmas movie. The best of both worlds. So you know, stay weird, and may the weird cinema never die. <laughs> <laughs>